friends, family, and followers. My name is Angela. My name is Pam. And my name is Edwin. And you're listening to episode 61 of Dungeons. Dungeons. And Dorks. 61. Wow, not, not the Wait, finale that we it were is expecting from Dorks. Edwin. Okay, first Just of all, <laughs> it's 8.35 in the evening. <laughs> my bedtime is almost up in... What in an hour? <laughs> so <laughs> I go to bed well, early. Yes, I've don't. Yeah, I've always been a go to bed early and wake it's up. It's called early. being a responsible adult. Adulting sucks sometimes. Adulting it does. does. It, it really does. It's the worst. <laughs> and hey, thanks, listeners, for for coming in and listening, and hopefully enjoying. Uh, we're glad to have you here. <laughs> uh, yes. We're, we're glad to have Pam and all of her characters. Pam! Yo! You're talking about your characters. What is going on with them? <laughs> so, for Halloween, over the weekend, the uh, Halloween weekend, um, I was actually Dungeon Mistress. I even dressed the part. Um, <laughs> nice. And... Um, I was actually, this is the second playthrough, um, I used the Stranger Things, uh, campaign. Um. The Stranger so, Things campaign? Yeah. Okay, we're gonna yeah, talk so, about that later. Keep going. <laughs> okay. okay, well, anyway, this is the second time I played through it, and I kind of know what, how to play the characters. There's, was one character that... In the first playthrough, my husband just did not like um, her. Uh, we dub her the Proud Princess. And if anyone has played the Stranger Things session, they will know what I'm talking about. But um, I just get a kick every time I, I play this Proud Princess. People hate, hate her. <laughs> and I get so much joy. I don't know if it's the this is the part of the DM being a DM that, you know, they don't really talk about because it's like a guilty pleasure or something. But it's it's like it's like the whole, ooh, I hit a nerve? Let me see if I can hit that again. <laughs> How fun. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, I don't know if anyone is watching the Great British Baking Show, um, but there's this one girl. Uh, I forgot what part of England she's from but she basically sounds like like a California like a southern SoCal girl with an English like, accent with an English accent no like, I'm she interested doesn't know how because... to, like she doesn't know how to close her mouth like at the end of a sentence like her <laughs> mouth is just I, I'm a vegan eh and, and, and there's a lot of A's too it's like I it's like it's like I need need a flower. Okay, I need to uh, I need to see this because something something humorous about that just caught me, and I need to like I need to like fulfill it from my what I what I <laughs> what I hear in my head. In on I need to see it on television. So now I have homework. Oh. <laughs> The Great British Baking Show. Yeah, I watch it religiously. Although I am behind one season. Whoops. But um, yeah, so so this proud princess has kind of like has that 
debonair about her. Like she she knows her way and she kind of down talks the, the players. And oh I can tell like after after the session, Jeff was like, I really don't like her. <laughs> and I was like Who's to say that she's completely gone? And she's like you're so mean. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I need to, um, okay. I have, okay. Yeah. I got to watch British Brigade. But here, here's the thing. I want to know, there is a campaign, a, a Stranger Things campaign. Yeah. I mean, where did you, I'm kind of curious about that because I, I know like a lot of people probably listening to this show, like got, you know, got introduced uh, with Dungeons and Dragons or new players of Dungeons and Dragons because of Stranger Things. Because yeah. that's like the first scene is them playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Um. So this was when Stranger Things was out with their, I believe, third season. Um. It was in a box, kind of like very similar to the D and D starter set. But this one is more geared towards what Will was writing for the group. This was his campaign, supposedly. There's a Demogorgon and everything. Maybe. I have to. Okay, so I can just like go to Target <laughs> and get this or something. Um, I don't know if it's still at Target. I mean, again, this was like a couple years ago. I don't know if Target still has it. I mean, it's. I know that there's a digital version of of it on um. Roll twenty. I think. Really, I need to. You're gonna have to purchase it, of course. But yeah, yeah. I need to. I'm really want. I kind of wanted to play that campaign, see what they were playing. Yeah, just letting you know, uh, it is designed for level three, but and it is for five e. It is for five e, so they're not. Mm-hmm. They didn't go all the way back to no, no. the original, like, like this orange was, book. I think they they designed it in, to keep it in mind. You know, if people like it. Like they would just go delve into 5e. Oh, nice. Okay. So. I need to find it and play it <laughs> okay. because, yeah. Calm yourself. Calm yourself. You've <laughs> been busy too, I heard. Yes. Um, I've been doing a lot of things and I was on vacation. Last time we were recording, I was still on vacation, I think. And, um, I caught up with a lot of things. One, I caught up with. Why the Last Man, and I'm very upset what I've heard, and we'll talk about that later. But <clears throat> I got a chance to watch Dune. <gasps> this. <laughs> I, w- I watched now, Dune. Now, did you watch it on HBO Max? I did watch theater? it on HBO Max. In my, in my, in my family room theater set <laughs> here, like... Okay. Okay. With okay. Dolby Atmos. All right. He was he was really really excited. Of, I was very excited like, about this. Like the day he decided to watch Dune, he's like, "Oh, but I can't. It's getting too late. Oh, but I can. But I'm just gonna go downstairs and watch it." I went downstairs and watched it. Turned on. <laughs> I turned on the theater system and everything, full blast, 4K, <laughs> Ultra HD. The scared whole the works. fish. Probably scared the fish. Um. <laughs> And I watched it, and... <sighs> Uh-oh, that doesn't sound reassuring. First of all, I didn't know it was part one, so that was one <laughs> thing. Yeah, that, yeah. 
that was one thing. It was part one. And, uh, okay. I In the previous episode, I've already said my thing about these movies going into parts. And I'm, why am I, why am I watching half a movie? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least this was on HBO Max, which I will give them a pass because at least I didn't spend $10 to watch half a movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. hate it. I hate it when I go watch a movie and then it's just half the movie or a third of the movie or, you know, and there's this big cliffhanger at the end and all that stuff. And I will I give them think... a pass on this because it's Dune, and I already I've read Dune, uh, uh, I've read Dune, I've read Children of Dune, and all the, you know the whole like Frank Herbert thing. I've mm-hmm. seen the Kyle McLaughlin Dune, right? The the one with Patrick Stewart. Uh, okay. Yeah, and um, yeah, Patrick Stewart uh, is in that, and then that was. So I know what happens in the movie, okay? I know what happens that I, I I was in a speculative fiction class way back when and we talked about Dune and all its and all of its messages or messages thereof. But this first of all, I'm don't I'm not sure about what's his name? Timothy Chalamet? Uh we I just call him Pretty Boy. <laughs> Pretty Boy? Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Frank Herbert, when it came to Dune, I think this is how he pictured Paul Atreides, right? Is this <clears> Timothy <throat> Chalamet. I hope I'm getting that name right. And I get it, right? I did like Stellan Skarsgård as, as Duke Harkonnen. Or Baron, Baron Harkonnen. I did yeah. like that. <laughs> I you thought know, he did a really good job. I did not job. know that it was him. Yeah, for a little bit. The guy from like, Goodwill oh, Hunting. That's you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That guy, the from the Skarsgård acting family. <laughs> um, he was excellent. And, but here's the thing, right? Where's the Sting character? I forgot his name. In the Kyle MacLaughlin movie. Sting was in Sting was in 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 that in the David Lynch movie, and he was one of the sons of of Baron Harkonnen. Nowhere to be found in this one. <laughs> so he was he was the more he was the more like psychopathic one versus the other son who was a bit more tame. The one that what's his name? The guy from uh, Galaxy Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, Drax. Drax, oh, the guy who plays uh, Drax. Yeah. Yeah, his character in this? Yeah. Yeah. You know, there wasn't the psychopathic, you know, Sting character. I forgot the character's name. I, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> but it had all the, you know, like how, you know, like the whole, um, you know, they were going to poison Paul Atreides. We're going to take the whole Paul Atreides thing down. The whole, you know, the thing that I've, I, I, the thing that is missing in this movie is the, why the emperor did it. Why the emperor was was, was I, doing well, this? That was completely. That was like completely like a thing that was in the in the books. That was mm-hmm. that was really touched upon in the in the David Lynch uh, movie. Quick this note. was like there's nobody on this one. Quick note. Mm-hmm. 
Sting played a character called Fade Routha. Yeah. I went looking it up. Okay, cool. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I mean, I mean, there was this whole thing about, like, the Emperor and why he needed, you know, like, the reason why he did what he did, like, 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 hints of it in the beginning of the book. And there was this whole entire other species about, you know, like, like, he was, like, making amends with, I forgot what species it was, um... You know, and, but, I mean, the religion was there, the, you know, like, the whole, like, the whole, um, you know, like, um, philosophy and philosophy was there. It was there touching on, I wish they sort of dove into it. Why, you know, the whole Paul thing, why he was like, was considered like the chosen one and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, but I think, I think they did it on purpose. Because they wanted, you know, to, to you know, keep the story going in the other movies, the following movies. And yeah. I think, I think, I think this was false advertisement. We, like, I think a lot of people expected to sit down, watch this movie, and expect it to be, like, the whole entire story in one sitting. And then it's... when you later found out that, oh, no, the con- story con- will continue... Everyone I, was like, "What?" I will. I will say this, right? They could have, if there was a book that they're gonna turn to a movie, and they were gonna do the Pirates of the Caribbean crap, you know, splitting movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am calling out Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> fair, fair <laughs> right? enough. Okay, this would be the book to do it. Because this is a really thick book. This is like a thousand. It's a some, big book. Yeah, it's like a thousand plus page book, yeah. right? And that's just the first book, right? Yeah. Out of like a three or four series book, um, like like epic saga of Arrakis, and the this would have been the book to do it. I wouldn't mind that if they said you know like doing part one and they did it justice in terms of like really diving into the book and making it very interesting in that sort of thing, you know, and made it, I know people will probably say, well, they don't want to draw it out. Right. Cause everybody's so used to, you said, right. It's not very actiony in the beginning. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, come this, and you have to understand that I never read the books. I never watched yeah. the earlier version of this movie. This was the first time that I delved into the Dune universe and coming but, from someone who you know always watches and reads superhero comic books this was slow yeah well the thing is about the dune universe is that especially in the book right especially in the book it's it's more of a drama it's more of like you know, like like what it's all about right mm-hmm. it's more like that it wasn't it's not like you know, it's not like reading a comic book. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know? right, right, right. So. Um, I will I will say, though, that I did enjoy what I watched. Um, it, it is a very pretty movie, let's just oh, say that. Oh, it's very I mean, pretty. The graphics were awesome. I like um, the... Oh, crap. I'm always forgetting these things. It's been a while, but... Um, <laughs> the, um, the insect um, looking... Um, 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 air 
like aircopter kind of thing. Oh, the I oh, what they the call aircraft. It. Yeah, yeah. I I, I was like Jeff. I want that. I want that. Yeah. You can keep your Which, Death Star and whatever. I want that. <laughs> that's how it was. That's how um, it was pictured. That's how it another, was. It was described, and that was how it was in the David Lynch. Actually, no, was it like that in the David Lynch movies? But it was like that. Like, you know how I, it was. I have I have beef, and what? I have beef with how it was advertised. Not only was it that oh. This is actually going to be a movie series, not a standalone movie. It <laughs> was about how much Zendaya was used in the ads. And oh, how little you see her in you're the talking about movie. You're talking about the, um, um, the Fremen uh, gal? Is that Zendaya? Yeah, the, the girl that... that pretty boy sees in his visions in his visions yeah. yeah she she plays a really big she does play a big part i i know but, but it's more of like a whole movie. it was a building up to her, like finding out yeah. who she is and then when you meet her that's it yeah i didn't know that i didn't know that um oh crap the guy from no country for old men and the guy who plays the the head fremen I oh, I, I, I don't know his name. name. These names are so hard. Like it's like it's seriously <laughs> reading doing reading doing is like reading War and Peace. There's a lot of names. So well, you have to admit, <laughs> I like I like how everyone has some like fancy name, yeah. and then the main character is named Paul. Paul. <laughs> yeah. Is that funny? <laughs> I don't know. I, I find it just as a noted thing. I. Although there Correct was a, wrong, I remember, <laughs> I remember reading, I remember reading a liter literary criticism um, piece why Frank Herbert actually named the lead character Paul. But okay. we can, but we'll, we'll we won't nerd into <laughs> that because that'd be that would be too long. And I just say one more thing about Dune, right? One more thing okay. about Dune. One more. Why That's did it. they have to make the the sandworms look like anuses? Okay. There it is. <laughs> we won't delve into that. Okay. Next. Okay. Next topic. Angela, you've been pretty quiet. What have you been up to? Um, I have actually uh been considering things for NaNoWriMo. I I started. I started writing something. I can't tell too much about it because it actually gives spoilers for graveyard tapes. Now, now <laughs> can you explain what it is for those that don't know what NaNoWriMo is? NaNoWriMo, National Novel Writing Month. Write your novels. <laughs> and basically, the goal is to write 50,000 words of basically anything in the month of November. Which is which is a short novel. Yeah, but it's, it's a start yeah. it's a it's a start of a novel at the very least. Yeah. It's it's a good chunk of of writing. Uh uh but yeah, the the story that I ended up writing, I was planning on writing one thing, but I was <laughs> I was contemplating it and planning it and then I realized that's not the story that I most want to write right now as so the story that I'm writing is basically the story of a legend in the world of the graveyard tapes uh, 
we'll see if it ends up being declared canon or if it just gets relegated to the world realm of fan fiction later on. But it's it's the story that I want to tell and it's it's something to write. Now, to those that are you know, just are tuning into this episode. Graveyard Tapes is something that me and Angela are a part of. It's another, um, it's another podcast radio show. It's a drama. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Kind of an urban fantasy, sort of. Yeah. Which is, yep. and- which, which airs on public radio in Saskatchewan, in, in Saskatchewan Canada. So <laughs> you could still, you could still find it on online. Yes. Yeah. But, um, and you have, and people will have to realize that um, Angela is not like a stranger to writing. She she has written fan fiction in the past. Yes, she yeah, has. I've I've written some fan fiction. I've I've written other things, some poetry, and uh, I've I've been helping. Good wholesome fan fiction. Good wholesome fan because fiction. Because when people think about fan fiction, oh. Th- I do not. They think of Fifty Shades of Grey and that sort of fat fiction. Okay, we My... won't delve into that. No, one. we won't. But I've... I'm just saying. Yeah, I've I've written a short story that's just kind of a character exploration from from a moment of Lilo and Stitch. Just you know that that moment where uh-huh. Lilo's trying to show off her new doll to her so-called friends, and she throws it on the ground. I I kind of wrote. L- uh, Lilo's inner thoughts of that moment, just to kind of explore her character a little bit. And I've also worked; it's nearly done. I, I I have a Danny Phantom, How to Train Your Dragon crossover. I really need to finish that at some point. But yeah, you you had a lot of followings in that. Yeah, it's it's so close to done, and I need to yeah. finish it. I need to get back to it and write the last couple of chapters to it. Uh. I need, to, I need to get the excitement back for that one. Uh, but, um, yeah, so for NaNoWriMo, I'm, I'm working on the story of a legend in the world of the graveyard tapes. Uh, basically, how a certain legend ended up the way they were and where they ended up. Um, and I can't say more than that because it's it would be spoilerific for for two different things. So. I would assume you can't you can't answer this question. Is this a character that you voiced? I can't answer that question. Okay. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair <clears throat> enough. All right. So NaNoWriMo is a thing. November. I did try to do it one year. Um, I to... I always I always say that I will, but it, it, I just ends up. I never pick up a pen. I don't. I don't have the time. I always get sidetracked with other stuff. It's hard to. It's hard, to, especially when you know there's a lot of things racing in your mind, and you literally have to like force yourself down with a with a it's paper. It's also it's also trying pencil. to find that inspiration. It's also whatever. trying to find the inspiration to write too. Yeah. Like yeah. And and mine, I realize that I'm probably not going to meet the fifty thousand words. But if I can write a little bit every day, I'll get a good chunk done. Hey, that's something. Yep, it's it's something, and that's what matters. I think fifty thousand words was the length of my 
50,000 words was the length of one of my master's thesis. <laughs> <laughs> like 50,000 words is like me doing a blog when I'm yeah. very pissed off. Uh, <laughs> I have evidence. Okay. But one of the things for my NaNoWriMo, there's a lot of random research that's going on for it to make sure that I've got it just how I want it. To, to make nice. it fit with the lore and also to fit kind of sideways into, into things that have been written about similar topics in the past. Cool. Well, good Sweet. luck with well, that. Good luck with that. I would love to, if, if you ever fulfill it, we'll find out if you felt fulfill it. And it we'll see I'm what sure happens. I'm, yeah. Because I'm sure, like, if I get partway, I've, I've got a few people who already know the spoilers that are going into it. And they'll they'll make sure that I, if they get excited about it, I'm sure they'll keep me to it. Just like, hey, how's it going with that? Um, <clears throat> also, electric violins are really, really cool. Oh, yeah. You, <laughs> you have one? Ange yeah, so Angela, Angela calls me up. She she went she went around with her one of her friends in uh, over at the Mall of America, right? It, it was a nice quiet day at the mall because it nice, was a Thursday. It was a Thursday evening. <laughs> there's barely anybody at the mall, and one, the the biggest mall in the United States still, I think. Big mall. I, think, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> for those of you for those of you who not, are not from Minnesota, you've never been to Minnesota. The Mall of America is the biggest tourist attraction that we have, I it, think, at this point. Yes, and it it's huge. <laughs> it's huge. And, and prepare and, to walk a lot if yeah, you decide to go there. Prepare to walk a lot yep. if you decide to go there. Comfortable and, shoes. Do not wear yeah. heels. Do not wear ballet flats. Yeah. Wear comfortable walking yeah. shoes. Yeah. And if, yes. you're, if you're so inclined, make sure you go there with an empty credit card. Because <laughs> uh, <there's, laughs> it's not cheap. Um, anyways, um, Angela calls me up from the Mall of America with her friend, right? Actually, you text messaged me. I guess I messed the text message. <laughs> but very, I... very big favor to ask. And um, she calls me up and she's staring at... Angela, what were you staring at? I was staring at a purple electric violin. And <laughs> it was on sale like the one of the owners was basically wanting to clear out the inventory of electric violins probably to make room for either more violins or or there's he was either looking to to add more violins to the stock or or add uh other acoustic instruments maybe violas or something i don't know but but uh he he was having a sale on them and it was a price that was within my reach, so, like, I had to call Edwin, like, Edwin, how much trouble will I be in if I buy this thing? <laughs> <laughs> and it was the day before payday, we still had money in the bank, <laughs> so I got it. So, this place is called, um, Prince. Yes, it's it's a music store. And like, I don't think it has anything to do with. I don't think it does. I don't think anything to do with the other tourist attraction that we have here in Minnesota, which is Prince. The, or, the, the artist formerly known as the Prince. The artist <laughs> formerly known as Prince. I don't know if she actually went back to Prince. He did. He did go back to Prince. Okay. Yeah, I think he won he that died. lawsuit. Yeah. yeah. So 
Prince is a big deal here in, the, in in Minnesota, and so you bought this thing. I thought this was like a Prince store because a purple violin, <laughs> electric purple violin. It had Prince's name just splattered all over this, right? But I was looking at this on the on the internet, and it has nothing to really do. It's just a music store that just happens to be at the Mall of America. So, hmm. oh gosh, it is cool and so i i gave it a spin and one of okay one of the interesting things about electric violins they don't look like a normal violin like they've got they've got um the fingerboard they've got they've got the frog they've got they've got the standard parts but there's no body there there is no real body like it's got like a little kind of wooden loop at the base of it so that it's got the mm-hmm. the shape that you need for for a shoulder rest and for the chin rest and all those things it's got it's got the shape that you need for that but that is all there is to yeah. it and on the back of it uh well try not to drop the list on the back of it where where it would be um just above your arm while you're holding it is mm-hmm. where the hookups are, where the plugins are. Plugins are on the bottom of the. Yeah, this it's on the right, right. Yeah, yeah. it's on yeah. the bottom of it. So it's like you've got the cord hanging in front of your elbow, or behind your elbow, or however you want to set that up. But I'll, you can plug headphones into it. I'll so you tell can have you a, one thing, right? The first time I saw this thing, the first, the first thing that came into my head, you know, mm-hmm. when I first saw this was, was. Celtic women. <laughs> that was the first thing. Like, like you know, like if you see those shows on PBS with like, you know, like Celtic whatevers, you know, and there's always like yeah, there's a like yeah. violin player that comes out and does like a like a little jig, right? They're always they always have an electric violin. You know who else plays electric violin? <laughs> who? Lindsay Sterling. Lindsay yeah, Sterling. Yeah, I was about to say. Lindsay Sterling. Yeah. Be the next Lindsay Sterling. <laughs> yeah, Lindsay Sterling. Yeah. It's that thing, you know. Yeah. It's, it's okay. <laughs> so it doesn't have the it doesn't have that body, so it doesn't have that resonation chamber. It it does right. that through the amp. It does it through the bridge. I think the it's connected to the bridge. No, there's like the the little hookups up on the back of the violin. You've got a dial for tone, so you can yeah. give it something of yeah, a fuller tone that. or something a little tighter. Yeah. Um, you can adjust the volume. You can plug headphones in it, so you can have a kind of quiet one because you don't have that resonation chamber mm-hmm. so when you're practicing on it it's not going all through the house it's just going yeah. into the Edgel room was, and into your ears i was playing her violin like at what 11 o'clock at night and this is like <laughs> I'm, I'm already like snoring he, yeah he was dead to the world yeah and i couldn't hear yeah did so not he, hear a he single did word. not wake up it just yeah here i had nice. it, i had my headphones in and i could mess with it and so, yeah, I mean, for those who are self-conscious beginner violinists, you know, that doesn't want to, like, wake up cats or dogs or anything like that, it's perfect. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's perfect. It, it's, it's not a super expensive one. Not, like, it was a there's, super there's models that are, like, thousands of dollars. Yeah. This yeah. one, you know, it was within reach, so it's not an expensive it wasn't variety. Expensive, yeah. So this one, perfect for, for practicing and, you know, like maybe small groups if I wanted 
show you, off. You could you could, I, could go go get away with like actually using this for performance. Like, yeah, not in an orchestra. I don't think you'd no, be, no 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 no. You'd be, and no. you you wouldn't <laughs> want to put it on like a a big grand stage, but you know, as long as the as long as the amp works all right, as long as it's got a battery in it. Oh, I should probably take the battery out of it. But <laughs> well, you don't have to take the battery out of it. Yeah, but it's it's got a nine volt battery. Yeah. So, like battery powered violin. <laughs> so what do I do when I see this thing and I say, hey, let me take a look at it, right? I start playing it like a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Dork. Do, 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 just play it, plucking away. And here I am just like, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, get other things put away and dealt with. Just, Edwin, are you going to mess with that? Or can I put it away for now? It looks pretty uh, cool. It looks yeah, pretty cool. Uh, I, I was it, like, ooh, this is looks this looks very bougie. And yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's it's fun. I I I like it and it's purple. Yeah. Nice. Anyways, that's cool. Let's let's move oh my gosh, we're like we're <laughs> half an hour here. <laughs> um, uh, let's move on to shop and listen. Yeah. Okay. That is the purpose of this meeting, ladies and gentlemen, for a nationwide campaign by you to demand by law such compulsory education. Because you were shocked. You were shocked by a couple of different things yep. that you saw. One of them about Fortnite. Fortnite. Dun, da, 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 da. All right. <laughs> Headline: Fortnite is out of China. Fortnite is pulling out of China. They're no longer going to be available in the Chinese market. What does that mean? Meh. Is it the end of Fortnite? I don't think so. But as we all know, Tencent has a stake in Fortnite. And they Fortnite was never really officially released in China. People were sort of like just getting it through like other means. Right? Yeah, we've we covered this in an earlier episode too. Yeah. Anyways, they don't think it was. They just decided to pull Fortnite out of China because it wasn't going anywhere. They haven't even gone through. Uh, the government of of China didn't even like give an official yay. This is okay. Go ahead, people play right. And we all know that China has sort of like frowned upon playing. Uh, video games for extended periods of time. We all know about the hour and a half playtime per week or whatever that they're doing over there now for kids. Yeah, video gaming mm-hmm. is is it feels like video gaming is frowned upon in China. Um, at least for as much as we do it here in in the United States. But Fortnite's out. Is it the end of Fortnite? I don't think so. Fortnite's pretty big. It's pretty much paying the paychecks over at over at uh, Epic right now. So, anyways, okay. that's one thing. Um, so, for those of you who listen in in that, I don't think anybody's listening to us in China. <laughs> so, anyways, so that was the biggest news of this week about about video gaming. The other thing I wanted to talk about, and Pam. Yes. Pam yes. told me about this before the show, and I had to watch this. I just assumed that you already watched it because it. it's it's a, it's something that you like. I know, and I haven't seen it. 
And I now <laughs> okay, I explain, but now I have what, seen it. What you watched? I watched the Uncharted official Uncharted trailer. Oh boy. <laughs> movie trailer. Oh boy. Uncharted is one of my favorite games. In fact, I think it's my my f- absolute favorite game out of the PlayStation um out of PlayStation 3 and 4. I play that thing to death. I played it I don't know how many times now. It's it's just one of my favorite. It's just a beautiful beautiful game and it's such a fun game. Platformer, everything I like in the in the game. Shoot 'em up. Very good. Right? They trying they're making a movie out of Uncharted 4. Uh, out of Uncharted. So who's playing the illustrious Nathan Drake? <laughs> okay. Perhaps one of my favorite video game characters. Who are they playing? Is it going to be Nathan Fillion? Who was the the model of Nathan Drake? Nathan Fillion from Firefly? Nathan Fillion who they took, who voices Nathan Drake? The <laughs> obvious <laughs> the obvious pick oh boy. for Nathan Drake in Uncharted, right? Why wouldn't they go for it? Perfect. He's an actor. He was good in Firefly. No. They pick Spider-Man. <laughs> they pick Spider- They pick Tom Holland. Okay? Nothing against no. Tom Holland. You know, well, I, I'm, I like Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. Okay? Sorry. These, these are just my opinions, right? This is just the opinions of me. Um, but I watched this thing, and I was like, "What are they doing to my to my to my beloved Uncharted? What are they doing think, to it?" I think there was like twenty seconds of silence while you were watching it, and then you just said straight out, "No, <laughs> no." First of all, unless this is like. A prequel to the to the to the to the to the games, which is the thing is, everybody knows. Okay, Uncharted was it three or four? I think it was no, it was no, it was Uncharted four. Or was it number three? Anyways, one of them had a thing about the background of Nathan Drake, where he was in the. When he was in the orphanage in some Latin American co- country that I don't remember anymore, it's been I haven't I've I haven't played that for a while that one. But anyways, the <laughs> do we already know why how he met? <laughs> um, um, crap! I'm I'm blanking. What's his name? Sully. Sully. You know, Victor Sully Sullivan, right? We know how he met him because of the games, right? So we already know that whole deal. Where's Elena in this game? <laughs> Where's Chloe in this game? Where are the what makes Uncharted Uncharted in this game? We have Spider Man palling around with the Wahlburger guy. And, you know. I don't know. I just, I was just like, I. 
Edwin has a hard time I'm with movie a, adaptations. I'm having a hard time with movie adaptations, although, I guess. Although, while you were watching the trailer, I couldn't see your reaction, but I could hear it. Um, <laughs> okay. You mentioned you mentioned something about, oh, look, it's a video game simulation. They were doing video games, like, like sequences, right? There was, like, this whole entire was sequence it? that they were saying about, like, them, like, dropping out of a, of a cargo plane the cargo's coming out of the plane and he's sitting there like climbing like i have to push like the x button on on the playstation controller to get him up there or or smashing the <laughs> or smashing it to grab it or doing a little twirly thing with this joystick i mean it looked like a freaking game it, it could have just been how it was cut <laughs> it was well in my opinion i never played the uncharted Uncharted uh, video game, but to me, who's this? Who's the superhero geek? It was just watching Spider-Man <laughs> without his. Yeah, it did look like watching Spider-Man. It's like, is he gonna shoot his webs? Thing. He's just doing his best <laughs> Indiana oh, Jones. On. <laughs> I I'm gonna I will watch it when it comes out. I will watch. You it. did. Hey, <laughs> you did say that there is one good thing about the trailer. Do you remember what it was? Oh yeah, Antonio Banderas was looked like he was a bad guy. That might be the saving grace for this. <laughs> okay, because Antonio Banderas does make a good villain if he wanted to make a good villain. The guy has, the guy knows how to act, right? And there was another lady haircut. that was, what? Oh, I don't I mean, know. I was just like, it's probably the haircut. Perhaps. And if anybody's <laughs> ever watched the, everybody, if anybody's actually played the, the Uncharted games, you know, there's always that guy. Especially in the first Uncharted, where they they were looking for the for El Dorado, right? And and there was a lot of like sort of like Antonio Banderas type characters there, you know, the accent full and everything. <laughs> it's the accent. Yeah, it's the accent. It was great. I was like, this might be he might be. I think he <laughs> may just save this movie for me, me, right? If this is a prequel to the games, I could see that. Unless this is a prequel where this is the first Nathan Drake um, um, adventure when he's like 16 years old. I could believe it. Because Tom Holland looks like he's 16 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, there, and, there is also that line in the, in the preview of... Aren't you a little young to be tending a bar? And and uh, the reply is, aren't you a little old to be attending prom? Yeah. So it could be it that. It could be a prequel. I could believe it. I just want. I just want a Nathan Fillion. <laughs> I guess my thing is like, have the guy who was modeled after Nathan Drake, who voiced Nathan Drake, play Nathan Drake. Like I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's the I mean, mind of the, of the it, runners. Edwin, is, I mean, <laughs> Edwin the went into watching that prequel or into that preview with expectations, I and did, it did not. Meet, it did not meet his expectations. Whereas I went into it with no expectations, and I thought it looked pretty good. I'm a very big. This is how much of a big Uncharted fan I am. Okay. <laughs> In fact, and then, just to make my, and then just to make my, it's like it's a cross between universes. <laughs> just to make my, just to make my, my, my saliva taste a little bit better, I might just go turn on Uncharted Four for a little bit. <laughs> you do that. <laughs> just to, I, 
make okay. myself feel better. All right, Edwin, <laughs> I'm going to give you a few minutes to talk, to talk about one last thing that you wanted to mention, kind of following up about something I think you talked about in the last episode. There's a show you like that did not get renewed. Oh, this is a let me tell you a thing? Yeah. We're gonna. Get, I'm really gonna give you like five minutes to rant about that, okay? Okay, and <clears throat> go. First of all, um, Stephen King, one of my favorite authors, said about why the Last Man. And first of all, let's let's start with this: why the Last Man is not getting renewed for the second season, okay? And yes, yes. The comic books are much better than the than the show. I will give you that. Watching the show is like watching, like another like, like, like a parallel universe of, of Walking Dead. It's very moody. It's very morose, and everybody seems like they hate everybody else. Okay, <laughs> I'll give you that. Which is completely opposite from the from the comic, the comic books. Okay, humor. There's a little bit of like. You know, it's a little bit more, you know, <clears throat> friendlier scenes. It's not as, as crazy gritty as the show. But Stephen King was even wondering why they're canceling it. Stephen King, my favorite author, Mr. Horror himself, right? Is even wondering why they're canceling it. <laughs> one of the best shows that probably... And what are they going to do? What are they going to do? They're going to cancel that and put in another reality television show of some sorts? Of course. <laughs> what are they doing? This is exactly why... This is exactly why I can't watch terrestrial television anymore. And now they're doing it to streaming television. The reason why I s escaped terrestrial television is because they always canceled the shows that I watch. So what's the point? Right? I... Now, now I really don't have a reason to keep Poole around anymore after I'm done with this. Yes, Hulu. I'm threatening that. I will cancel my subscription if you don't renew Why the Last Man. Thank you. <laughs> all right, is, is that all you wanted to say? Evan is a bit bitter. <laughs> it's, been, it's, been, it's been a pretty challenging Halloween last part of October for me. <laughs> Anyways, yes, I think that I, I'm done with the rant. If they renew it, I'd be glad. I bought the one of the last omnibus for Why the Last Man because they didn't have it on Comixology for free. It was that good. And I'm not one to actually like read just any old comic. It has to really grab me and why the last man grabbed me and enough to go watch the show and stick to it can confirm he does not read comic books unless he really really likes them yes all right <laughs> all right okay i'm done with my rant okay so let's move on to talking about some food food hold on but regardless of the style or type of restaurant they all have one thing in common and that is the serving of food. It's still fresh, but I'll take only what I need. They've got to last. Okay, so we had one last chance to get a patio table for for the season. Uh, we had intended to go to Ito. Unfortunately, the day that we decided to go out, 
we looked again at their availability and they were not open on the day that we were going. Why? Whoops. How did we miss that? Is because I was looking at it and I was I was just looking at the menu. I did not look at their hours. We I were know. way too excited about the food that we didn't we overlooked that detail. Well here's, here's <laughs> the thing. Is this a is this a running trend now that a lot of the restaurants are just not open on Mondays and Tuesdays anymore? Well Mondays and Tuesdays it tend could, to be the slowest days. I, I was about to say or it could be staffing sor- shortages too. I know that yeah, staff shortages have been has been a so. crazy thing. Um yeah. and so I mean, yeah, we we didn't go to Edo's, which was our first choice, but I am actually kind of glad that we went to Red Rabbit because Red Rabbit was a surprise to me. Yeah, and it's actually not too far from Edo anyway. So no, it's like a couple blocks on down. Yeah, it's still in the in the in the North Loop, also known as the Warehouse District. Right. So warning about Red Rabbit, though. It's not a first date place. It is not. If you're going to the patio, it is not a first date location, and it is not a place that you want to take children. Because there is an adult store right, right across, across the, the street. street with big emblazoned signs of what it is. And the when you're is, there though, at night, the, the thing is that this is only if you if you plan on doing patio. Yeah. If you you we're not say, we're not saying don't take your first date here. It, we're just saying it might be better off if you do it indoor Indoors. dining than patio dining. Which, Unless indoors, you don't mind that scenery. But I mean, anyway, the, the inside of Red Rabbit was pretty nice. It was pretty chic. And so, and I was, and I was about to say, when you enter in the restaurant, the first thing that you see is the bar. Yeah, mind you, there is more seating on the other side of that of wall. The bar. Yeah. And that is where, and that is where the environment is. Actually, it yeah. is quite spiffy. I would say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I, I gotta say is that the the food matches the spiffiness. <laughs> yes. it, it does. Like it's. And it, you know what? Um, when we were looking at the menus, there's like what three different menus that you could like scan your the barcode yeah. to. There's like food. And then, like I think two types of beer, uh, like menus, like drink menus, I think. Yeah. And they have non-alcoholic drinks as well. And but yeah. I was like, wow, I was actually surprised with the diversity of what they had to offer. And I felt like it was it was um, a fairly like like genuine like Italian place. Like they had some stuff there that I haven't seen in a while. <laughs> Oh you know? yeah, we will. Yeah, you had something so, that you haven't had in a while. Yeah, and um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was. I mean, it was a very big surprise to me. It was very nice. It was, um, the even the appetizer we had one. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's talk about delving the, into the food. Yeah, delving into the food. Let's talk about that sauce. That okay. that okay. Let's, that. let's talk about what the appetizer was that we got. That chicken wings. Was it chicken? Was it? We got. It was we the, got wood grilled like, chicken wings. Grilled chicken was. It wasn't like fried. It was grilled chicken wings. And it wasn't. I don't think it was buffalo. It was just no, it chicken wasn't. wings. Just grilled chicken, chicken wings. Yeah, it, it, t- it tasted like a like a like chicken wings from like a. Like a like a family outing, and seriously, this was the star of the show. Yeah, like the chicken wings were excellent. 
I think I would just go there just for the chicken wings yeah. and, and probably the, order two. Yeah, and the sauce that comes with it oh for my myself. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, so there, I don't. Did they put crack in that sauce? <laughs> or, Maybe it was. Yeah. It was some we sort were, of. It was we good. Were thinking like, of what was in that sauce. It, I, I know it's some sort of Parmesan sauce, but I can't. I don't know. What. It wasn't ranch. It, it was ranch. not ranch. It was it was a parmesan. It was like a parmesan with like creme yeah. fraiche, maybe some sour cream. It was something. It know. was so. It was Evan, so good. Been, Evan, you kept on saying that you know you're you're gonna study this sauce and try it. Yeah, I need to go it. back. I need to go back and like and just like, <laughs> hey, can I just have uh, can I just have the chicken wings to go and just stick to give me two sauces this time, just two. <laughs> I mean. It was that good. Not like, un, you know, like not to say that this was like the only thing to get there. There were other oh, things no. that were that were excellent here, and I, th- I will are... say, I will say that you know, upon studying the the menu, the food menu, I really wanted to get the oysters. Had oysters I there, and I was like, I really wanted to get that. I was surprised that Angela wasn't going to get the oysters because Angela's all about seafood. I I do love seafood. I just. Not that night. I I I just I wanted to try something else that was their regular menu, and if if I get oysters, they're gonna be cooked and just. It was it was um. They had they had two types of oysters. They had the raw, and then they had like a cooked version of it. Yeah. Yeah, and I I wanted to try it, but then I was like, I kind of want leftovers, so I I decided not the oysters, and I decided on a pizza yeah you guys you guys had the pizzas Angela what did you get the I had the sandwich? chicken parmesan the, okay. the chicken parmesan sandwich what did you think about the chicken parmesan sandwich okay the sandwich the sandwich okay <laughs> overall it was good I do like that they had the the pepperoncinis in them but I was not terribly impressed is it wasn't terribly exciting like i i think my problem was that i had eaten it after those super flavorful yeah. wings and it just, it, just it, 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 it paled in comparison yeah. it really mm. did the the wings that came before just completely outshone I had, it i had a bite of your sandwich mm-hmm. but what i did Yes, I know you put yeah. this. What I did was, <laughs> I took, I saved the sauce because we were done with the sauce. So when they took away the chicken wings, <laughs> I saved the sauce, and I was like, I, I'm gonna find a. I had in my head like I'm gonna find a purpose for the sauce, and Angela had the sandwich, and I couldn't use it on my dish because I had a, a pasta dish, but I took Angela's sandwich and i put a little bit i put the sauce on angela's sandwich i gotta tell you it made it better (laughs) that sauce made it better it just like it went from like to me it went from like man it's a six it was okay to like wow this is this is something i think i invented something here (laughs) um uh yeah so it wasn't all that exciting but with the sauce, I think I just made it better. Yeah. So, 
It definitely did do something for it. I just... Did did you guys try that sauce with that salad that it came with? Oh, the salad that I got. That was... I did not try the sauce on that salad, but the salad was, was really good. It had... <clears throat> it was pretty acidic, but I... I got the arugula salad, and it had kind of a some sort of vinaigrette on it. I think it, that was pretty good. Okay, Pam, what did you get? You had like two. So I know Jeff so had a pizza my, too. Yeah, so me and my husband both ordered pizzas. He ordered the spicy salami uh, pizza because he likes he's a spicy person, and I ordered the chicken alfredo, which. When it came out, it didn't look like a typical chicken Alfredo pizza. I have a pizza place out where I live in the middle of nowhere. And um, this, comparing the two, this one didn't at all taste like a chicken Alfredo pizza. It tasted more of like as if I ordered a stew with chicken and vegetables on it. In a pizza form. <laughs> Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean... It it went against what I was expecting, so in a way it's bad, but I've, but also it's also at the same time pretty good because this is something that you know is new to me, mm-hmm. and it actually tasted pretty good. Um, but as I said, I wanted I wanted to test out the reheat the reheat value. I wanted to see if this is still tastes good as yeah. leftovers. No, it's not. No. So this is sort of like your hideaway pizzas. Yeah, it's, it's it's very similar. It was dry, and I couldn't taste the sauce, and everything, especially with the vegetables, it was just bleh. What about the salami <laughs> pizza that Jeff had? What did Jeff think about? Um, I think I think our our it's a similar complaint. I think the spicy was still there, but I think our complaint was the crust. The crust. We always reheat our pizzas in the oven. Yep. Because we're not cannibals. Uh, <laughs> That's the only... I, for those of you who reheat their pizzas in the microwave, that better be at work. <laughs> so... Um, but, yeah, um, I'm, it, it, it got more crunchy and more dry. And it just didn't... The experience was not pleasant, let's just say. But I'm just saying, if you order the pizzas, order it fresh. Yeah. Try to finish it. Because it won't be the same the next morning. Wow. Anyway, uh, Edwin, what did you get? Okay, so when I looked at this, when I looked at this menu, there was a lot of things I wanted to try because some of these I haven't seen in a bit in, in Italian restaurants. One of them was like a like an actual like chicken parmesan that wasn't from Olive Garden. <laughs> And yeah. <laughs> and so I wanted to try that. I wanted to try the like the shrimp. It was like a shrimp um, pasta that was like with a, like a with an olio olio sort of like like dish. As far as mm-hmm. I could tell from the from the description of it, which really really interested me. One of the one of my favorite things to eat. Uh, at an Italian restaurant are the oil-based um, mm. dishes. Okay. And but I went with I went with the bolognese because uh, Edwin, do you remember how you ended up with choosing the bolognese? 
I don't remember. You were liking that entire section of the menu. So we counted up the items. Oh. Found out that it we, was like, we, there were like 10 <laughs> options, I think. Was it 10 or were there eight? There was, I think there was 10. So we rolled an electronic dice to help you choose and it, it landed on bolognese. It landed up, yeah, we actually rolled a... We rolled a, a D10. Because that's how we determine. That's how we redetermine. Now. Yeah. When, when you can't decide for yourself, you roll a dinner check. We roll a dinner check. And I did roll it, and it landed on Molnese. Um, But I didn't want the impossible Molnese. I wanted to taste a genuine, full-on, moo cow meat Molnese. So, <laughs> okay. I had it. Moo cow meat. And, you know, the thing about bolognese, it's like, it's very similar to, like, a spaghetti. Right? Mm -hmm. It's 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 tomato-based, and that's right. This bolognese, you know, like, it was fine. And it, I would... I mean, it was definitely it was definitely, but I don't know, like you know, going to like, a, like a fast was it like a fast casual, um, mm. you know, Italian place to get a bolognese from there. You know, it's, it was definitely better than that. Like they took their time and they did it, they did it right. Um, I've had better bolognese's before, but this was actually this was pretty good. Like it had. It had the right, they did it right. They had the right pasta on there. They had the right, you know, like, like the sauce wasn't like, some, some bolognese sauces are a little sweet. This wasn't that. And so they did it pretty good. Um, I enjoyed it. I'd love, next time I go there, and this is one of those restaurants where I have to go again. You yeah. know? Because Give it a second just, chance. Well, yeah, no, it's us. not just—it's not just second chance. It's just that there was so much good stuff that that really enticed me to to come back here again and try other things, right? Yeah. Um, but it's you know, it's one of those places where where um, if I'm looking for a good Italian restaurant that isn't going to break the bank, this you know, and I don't want to go to. You know, fast casual or anything like that. Oh, this is a good place to go. We haven't mm -hmm. tried Edo's, right? Which is another right. sort of sort. I don't know if it's like full on Italian as much as this place is, but I'd love to sort of compare those two, especially if they're close together like that. Yeah. Um, but it's all about that sauce and those wings. Yes, I think I think we all agree <laughs> that that wings. I think we hit a crit with that <laughs> yeah oh, that was so good um but, yeah, before, but before we we do an overall roll like we did order dessert yeah dessert we did do dessert and i had i had something i haven't had in a while and that was the beignet um i've had beignets before um this beignet was if you're a diabetic don't get it because <laughs> yeah you got it. and i got it right because i was <laughs> expecting it was gonna be sugar on top of sugar with more sugar you know like they had a they had beignets and they had a dipping sauce which is basically 
like frosting. Hmm. And so you had beignets, which is like like an Italian donut, right? I thought they were French mm-hmm. or French donuts, um, with you know like fried bread, Did- fried bread donut type thing. Didn't it come already with, in a glaze? Yeah, it was already mm-hmm. glazed, and then they wanted you to put more glaze on it, with a little <laughs> thing in the middle that was with a with more like frosting. The thing. Yeah, it was just like okay, I think I'm gonna take my take another round of meds. You know, <laughs> like it was so. It was it was a lot of sugar. In one did thing. you finish it or did you take it? Oh, I finished it. <laughs> oh, you did. It was still <laughs> good. It was still good. I had no complaints about it. It was, it was excellent. It's just that, you know, if you're diabetic, check your sugar after because it's you know you might you 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 know for those of you who's type ones, you know, take make sure you have your units right with this one. <laughs> so, um, it was good. But there was something actually like better than uh, that. Oh, you mean the the dessert that the Pam and I just both ordered? <laughs> the desserts that you guys ordered, I thought was better than what I had. Yeah, we got the sticky toffee cake, which was like, which was like tres leche consistency. It was yeah. Oh yeah. So oh yeah. Good. It was. It had that sauce that was just poured yeah. over it, and then they had those like. Orange peelings, I yeah, think. Yeah, the candied orange peel, I think. The candied orange peels, little, and then a little creme fresh on the top. Creme fresh. Yes. Yeah. Do not mistake it for whipped cream. You will be <laughs> mistaken. Yeah. There but, will be regrets. I mean, if you mix, but if you mix the two, oh, perfect. It. it oh, that that was, really that was a thing of beauty. If I knew it was gonna be that, mm-hmm. I would have gotten that mm-hmm. because. That was like that was I mean, a thing they of beauty. soaked that with some kind of like a like a like like a trace leches thing or mm-hmm. something. It, like it was so good. Like, yeah, the, the dessert was a thing of beauty. Yeah, holy moly! I was like, okay, so next time I go here, get that, <clears throat> and not the yes. diabetic coma. Get this. And yes. <laughs> All right. So scores. Um, I, what about you guys first? Okay, now how how are we how are we wanting to do this? Because I did not go inside to see the decor. Um, and I I found the uh not so family friendly uh okay, aside, scenery aside from the adult. The adult, um, the adult store across the street. The adult store across the street with the big neon emblazoned signs. Um, the heaters above the patio. I could smell the gas burning in them. Um, which that that's not a smell that I particularly enjoy smelling when I'm eating my food. Um. Oh. Let's let's rate okay. the patio first. Okay, the patio. Um, I'd have to give it probably around a twelve. Like it's nice that it was an actual patio. Yeah, it had kind of walls up to act as windbreaks, and it had heat there. But it's it was definitely more of a makeshift enclosure. Um, 
and it's definitely there to give ventilation during colder months but it I wasn't particularly impressed <laughs> I actually like aside aside from the from the not so fun scenery across the street um I actually thought it was pretty decent um I could see how that place could if it was 40 degrees outside or perhaps 30 degrees outside and they full blasted those heaters it could get pretty nice and toasty and nice nice and warm that the the lighting was kind of nice you know because we were there when it was already getting dark uh -huh. um and that was kind of nice i i didn't mind it i mean i would probably i'd probably give it a I'd probably give it like a 13, 14. I mean, I would give it bigger points if we didn't have to stare across the street <laughs> all that time. But yeah, I mean, I think I'd probably enjoy it more if it was if we sat indoors. Most definitely, because indoor looked like pretty good. Like I, I would. That looked like you know with like the woods and everything like that, and like the the chic that they were going after. I think I'd probably enjoy dining indoors at this place than the outside. So Fair I would enough. I would give it a what did I say? Would I give it a score? Thirteen or fourteen, you said for the yeah, patio. Yeah, thirteen. Thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, it was bad. I I I'd do it again. But. Um for me though, I would I would say it's a fourteen. Um my complaints, my biggest complaints were just it was near the road. The fact that I could still hear, you know, Minneapolis traffic. That's how it is. That's how in it is. In the cities. Um, yeah. um, I mean, uh, we weren't, we were actually facing away from, from what was across the street. <laughs> so we weren't, we weren't really, that didn't really affect us. But I did note that if it were to rain, there, oh, there's not much cover. There, there was cover. an overhang, but yeah. it, it there there's, was no there's cover. no umbrellas it's not the kind of patio where you can there's have no umbrellas, umbrellas. Yeah. um so if if yeah if you were if you were having a blast outside and then all of a sudden there was like a downpour uh good luck you will get wet yeah um but um it I, as i said indoors it was very swaggy let's just put it that way so um i think yeah i think the next time we would try uh indoors when it's um when we're comfortable with it and it and it's safe i do have to give a shout out to our server um he was incredibly nice especially the people that brought out the food um they were pretty they were all friendly everyone the, every the, server, all the servers yeah the service were, was fantastic they they were friendly cheerful and just enthusiastic this the service was fantastic they did yes. mess up our checks though Eh. Oh, mess up our checks. Oh. I, yeah, we did kind of confuse a, them a little. Yeah. Yes. So okay, so we rated the patio and the environment. Uh, why don't we just overall? What did we think about the food? Overall. Oh gosh. I'd have to total it probably around a 16. I just was not impressed by my sandwich. Like mm -hmm. the 
the appetizer was amazing and the dessert was amazing, but my meal I did not find particularly impressive. Fair enough. Edwin? I would... You know, I would give it like a 16 or a 17, somewhere around there. It was mm-hmm. fine. Like, it was good. I did enjoy the bolognese. Those wings were excellent. There was a lot of other things on that menu that I would definitely want to give a try. Um, the beignet was was good. I I would have rather had, <laughs> you know, My what cake. you guys were having the cake. But it's not. It's not a. It's not a. You know. It's not a. You know. It's it's not a. You know. I'm not saying that the beignet was bad. I ate it all. I mean, it was good. Um, so it's it's definitely one of those restaurants for me where I would love to go again, try different things, maybe sit inside, that sort of thing. So it is, um, it's most definitely, I would recommend this place. I would say, I'd say like a 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. If anybody's looking for a good Italian place, I was like, yeah, go to Red Rabbit. Try their wings. It's excellent. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think for me, I think I'm being the most optimistic here. I'm going to give it an 18 because of their diverse menu. You, I think it is expected that you will have stuff that you would love, have okay stuff and have stuff that just does not agree with you. I would have to agree though, that considering the average of the quality that we had of the, the chicken wing appetizer and then the mediocre pizza and then finishing off with, you know, the oh so yummy dessert or whatever. I think it was just an overall um like the food wise it would be a sixteen, but the experience of it was bumped up to an eighteen. Um I like the environment inside and I would and I think that's the next time I would like to I would like to do. And also it's just the service. The server was just very like he rolled high in his charisma let's just put it that way and um he was a bard he was totally a, he was a bard and um you know and I, I know i know uh um we don't really discuss drinks but they do offer alcoholic drinks and i do like how diverse their drinks drink menu is. Was, yeah they had beer wine non-alcoholic drinks they had pop um water and coffee and tea uh, well, even. I, I hope they had water yes <laughs> but do you want do you want sparkly or still you want some perrier like you want bougie water or you want tap you know? <laughs> when you're in europe when you're in europe you have to you have to say you want still water otherwise still water. they just assume that you want sparkly <laughs> Good to know. If I, <laughs> Good to know. To, if I ever go to Italy, I want still water. Still water. So, Not- yay. so that's Red <laughs> Rabbit, everyone. That's the Red Rabbit. Hey, go ahead and you know check it out. If you ever go Red Rabbit, tell us what you think. Um, it is uh, if you're in town. Um, I mean, I know a lot of people are in, who listen to us aren't from aren't from the Twin Cities, but. Um, you know, if you're always in town, that's a good place to go if you're looking for some Italian food. Um, you know, I'd like to know 
for those of you who who listen to the show that's not from the Twin Cities, like, what's your favorite Italian place in your own city? You know, I would like to see, you know, what you guys think about, you know, like, what is it, you know, what's a good Italian place in your mind? Because Italian places are like, to me, it's like, there's always one in a city. There's always one in, you know, like, there's always like some kind of like, so, you know, even a small town will have like some kind of like an Italian thing. Um, I'm just curious. I'm curious to know what, you know, what's good in your neighborhood. Eating good yep. in the neighborhood. Okay. <laughs> so, hey, you know what? If you send us an email or a message somewhere, you know, tell us the closest major city to the restaurant uh, the name of the restaurant and where you would rate it on a roll of a D20. Yes. What what would it roll in a dinner check? We'd love to hear from you. You can leave us an email um, with dungeondiners at gmail.com or leave us a message on any of our Twitters or, uh, or at legendcreators.com. Legendcreators.com. Just yes. comment on, on the uh, article I Edwin, are you all right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just leave us a I'm comment on one of <laughs> leave us a comment on one of the articles that that Edwin's writing to kind of give a summary of our of our restaurant uh, experiences. Just... Yeah. I am writing. I'm writing a, a food blog there called uh, Food Ramble, Foodie Ramblings on our website, um, where I just give like a. Yeah, you know, just give like a blog, like a blog article on all on the restaurants that we've eaten um, since. What's the first one that we did, Longfellows? I think the I think that one's the one where you started it. Yeah, I started with Longfellows, and then just writing in a con, you know, another places that I feel like rambling about. So. <laughs> so yeah, but I think we've used up. <laughs> we used. I, we got a little excited. We used up our time. Yes. We, we had to, a lot to, to be excited this. about. <laughs> I need to start this. Yeah. There was... Oh, there's our music. There's the music. Anyway, so I guess that's it for us today. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, if you could give us a like, comment, subscribe to help us in the algorithms to help us get out there, that would be much appreciated. Uh, again, my name is Angela. You can find me... Uh, at Pleasant Doom on the Twitterverse. And My name is Pam. You could also uh, <laughs> you could also uh, view me on the Twitter at PandaCatDragon1. You could also uh, find me on Instagram at PandaCatDragon. And you can find me at TCitiesEdwin on the Twitter on on the Twitter <laughs> on the Twitter and uh, Twitter. And uh, you can also find me at TCitiesEdwin no, at DIY Edwin on Instagram. And uh, don't forget to uh, comment, like, and subscribe for this podcast. If you have commented, please like. If you like, please comment. And all of you guys should subscribe. <laughs> and tell your friends. And uh, he's, he's channeling his inner James May. Yes. Anyway, you can also <laughs> find us... Uh, on our website legendcreators.com you can find us on our facebook page of legend creators 
And of course, you know, email us at dungeondiners at gmail.com. Yes. We look forward to hearing from you and hope to see you back with us next episode. Uh, yeah, so thanks us, thank you for uh, joining us on Dungeons, Dinings, and Doors. I'm going to be very lively next time because it's late. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Bye. Bye.